who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, the first married and died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and so in the same way all seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die anymore because they are like angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed in the story about the bush, where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is God, not of the dead, but of the living, for to him all of them are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. When I was a little girl, every summer, this is when I was a really little girl, (laughs) my family would take a trip back to the southwest corner of Ohio, where my parents grew up and where my grandparents still lived. When I was just out of college, though my grandparents were, were gone, my parents and I went to visit extended relatives and especially to visit my mother's great-aunt, Adelpha. Adelpha still lived on the family farm, but Uncle Carlos, her husband, had passed away a few years earlier. Aunt Adelpha, who was in her 90s, began to tell us that her pastor had recently visited and was very concerned about her and wanted to find out if she had any questions or concerns about death or the afterlife, the hereafter. They talked about Uncle Carlos, and Adelpha shared how much she missed him, and they talked about the fact that she was not getting any younger. The pastor persisted and wanted to know if Adelpha had thought about hereafter, and my wonderful Aunt Adelpha, who had been a teacher all her life, told him, I think about that every day. Every time I go down to the basement, I wonder, what was I hereafter? (laughs) I couldn't resist. (laughs) Anyway, Adelpha really had us going. And we still laugh at how serious she was about that whole joke, telling us that. But in our lesson today, the Sadducees are trying to come up with a way to trap Jesus by asking a question that would put him on the spot. They did not believe in resurrection or the afterlife or the hereafter. It made no sense to them. How could anyone be raised from the dead? What kind of religion is this that Jesus proclaims? Actually, resurrection was a foreign concept. No other religion talked about resurrection. The Sadducees tell a story of a woman whose husband died, and as was tradition in ancient times, her dead husband's brother was expected to marry her and have children with her, 
This is how kinship worked. A woman had no hope of survival on her own without being married or without a grown son. The Sadducees went back to the 25th chapter of Deuteronomy where it says that if a man dies, leaving his wife with no children, then that man's brother must take the wife and cause her to have children. This is how you took care of people back then, okay? Um, But here's what the Sadducees said. Now suppose there were seven brothers. After her husband dies, the first brother takes her, and he dies. And then the second, and he dies. And then the third, and the fourth, and the fifth, the sixth, and finally the seventh. And each husband dies without children. Eventually, the woman dies too. Now then, Jesus, the Sadducees wanted to know, whose wife would the woman be in the resurrection since all the brothers had her as wife? Well, Jesus, not to be stumped ever, responded by explaining that life after death is not like life on earth. Life after death is not resumption, but resurrection. In the resurrection, people aren't married. So it really doesn't matter if you were single or married a million times. In heaven, it is not simply a resumption of the way life was on earth, but it is rather resurrection, a new creation, a completely different way of life from that which we know in this time and place. But Jesus didn't stop here. After explaining how their question really made no sense, Jesus went on to question the Sadducees, how can you quote Moses on the fine details of the law as written in Deuteronomy, but you don't remember the really important story of Moses in the desert, standing before the burning bush? There in the burning bush, God is revealed to Moses as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all of whom died centuries earlier. Jesus presents the message Moses heard at the burning bush in support of resurrection faith. But God is their God, and God is not the God of the dead. He is the God of the living, for to him all of them are alive. A long time ago, a couple decades ago, my father who's now retired, preached a sermon on this particular passage, and I'm going to quote this part of his sermon. He wrote, The Sadducees had decided not to hope, and now they were looking for reasons to support not hoping. They posed a ridiculous situation about one bride for seven brothers in heaven as a way of dismissing resurrection and showing others how logical and scriptural they were. They were trying to justify their own decision not to hope. There's a familiar quote by Arlen Price that says, where the heart is willing, it will find a thousand ways. Where it's unwilling, it will find a thousand excuses. Ask a child to take their shoes and socks off to get ready for bed. Might take a couple hours, right? Those hours might be filled with excuses. Well, the floor is cold. I have to do this first, or the carpet tickles my feet. But if you ask that same child to take off their shoes and socks to get ready to go swimming, they come off, knots and all, in no time at all. 
Attitude makes a difference. We can choose to be willing or unwilling. A willing heart embraces possibility and hope, resurrection living. The unwilling heart looks for the same, the way things have always been, the same old, same old, a resumption, not resurrection. The Sadducees had unwilling hearts, and so they looked for life in heaven, that is, if they even believed in heaven, to be the same way they experienced life on earth. They not only lacked imagination, but they lacked hope. And perhaps their lack of hope was actually a lack of trust in God. The Sadducees were not able to see what might be, what possibility might look like. But the God of the living, our God, does not call the church into a future that simply repeats the past, the same old, the same old. No. Instead, we are called into a future for which the past prepared the way, into a future full of possibilities, new relationships, and new life. Let the Sadducees worry about old debts owed to them, and let them worry about keeping the laws of marriage as written in Deuteronomy, and poke fun at those who dare to hope. They can have their thousand excuses for rejecting resurrection. When we are baptized, we die to our old way of being and are born into new life with Christ. In water and the word, we die and are raised with Christ. As daughters and sons, as children of the resurrection, and with all the saints before us, like Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Rachel, and Aunt Adelpha, we are alive. Our God is God of the living. The invitation to us is clear. Our identity in Christ is clear. We are resurrection people. And for resurrection people, there are no excuses. For us who are willing, we are given a thousand ways to embrace new life. And all those ways come from the one who is himself the way the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen.